There you go. There's there's my lovely face. I'm I'm Jeff from Jeffney Sports. This is the Buckeye Remix powered by the OffTheBallNetwork.com. Uh, yeah, it's a little delayed this week. Had a busy weekend, but I, I kind of feel better about it because I had a few days to digest the the game. We'll just call it the game right now before I get too carried away. We're just going to call it the game. So I had a few days to digest the game so we can talk about it like rational human beings. Even I got caught up in the moment. Yeah, y'all know I'm the most, you know, kind of level-headed, you know, sort of like um, bright side of the of the coin, bright side of the coin. Basically this, uh, I, I took some time. I took 24 to 36 hours to, to digest my feelings after the uh, Oregon loss. And I feel better about it now. So here we go. So he, overview. Uh, Oregon deserved the win. Oregon played better. Oregon was was definitely more prepared, ready to play that game. Oregon was ready for the fist fight. Uh, they brought it to Ohio State. They were excited to be in Ohio Stadium. You know, a lot of these kids haven't played in a couple years. They were excited to be there. They're excited to play the game. You know, obviously it goes back to six years ago, the national championship game. Then you go back to 2010. Um, you know, that game that a lot of people still remember how that went. Oregon wanted this victory. They brought it to Ohio State. They brought the fight to them, and they succeeded. That's it. That's the overview. Um, Ohio State's offense put up a ton of yards. Oregon's offense put up a ton of yards. There's a lot of blame to go around. Go around. Uh, you know, everything's being put on Ohio State's defense right now. We un- we understand what it looked like. You know, Oregon can say the same thing. But the the truth is, Oregon was ready to play, had a game plan, executed every facet of their game plan better than Ohio State. And I'm not even kidding. Um, you know, the quarterback was ready. You know, they had their best defensive player in Thibodeau out. They had everything going there against them, so to speak. The spread was 14. You know, ev- you know the the country was thinking one way. Oregon had a completely different idea. So it is what it is. Oregon was ready to play, took the game to Ohio State, won the game, deserved the game. Knee jerks. Defenses definitely needs um, work. Can we say work? Defense definitely needs work. I, I we'll, we'll get into this a little bit. I don't put everything on it, but obviously I saw what you guys saw. I saw missed assignments. I saw hesitation. I saw didn't know what to do with the reads. I saw all that. Also, my knee jerk is CJ Stroud, though, is a good quarterback. He's a fine quarterback. Um, everybody keeps throwing his yards back at me. We'll have the CJ Stroud conversation here in a second. Everybody throws these yards back at me. And I understand. I'm not, I'm not saying he played bad, but he he has improvement. The, 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 he has improvement he has a ways to go before he's that guy. And and this is, um, this is what I keep telling everybody. That's fine. I understand your retaliation is he's 19. He had over four, he had the third, I think the third or second most passing yards in a high state history in a game, all these things. I can't argue any of that, that, you know, that's, that's the truth. But the, the fact is though, you have to finish drives. You have to get first downs. You have to convert third downs 
more than anything, we, you know, we gave, not we, Oregon had a lot more chances on offense than they probably deserved considering how good our, our, our high state offense can be. So my D jerk was let's, I give, I give Stroud a pass on being a young quarterback and where he's at. Ohio State is not a team that w- this, we don't have building years. We don't have rebuilding. We don't have, you know, building on things to next year. We have every year we need to go to the playoffs. That's our goal. That That's why we get all these five-star recruits that everybody brags about all summer. Everybody brags about, you know, for two years, like all these five-star, all these five-stars, all these five-stars. So – we we can't have a season to where we're like, oh, the quarterback's, you know, needs to do this, and there's building blocks, and needs to grow up, and he's only nineteen. It, it's his job. He's got to he's got to figure out what to do with it. So my knee jerk was, our quarterback's not where he needs to be, even though he's a really good football player. He's in a tough spot. He he plays for the highest profile team in the country, a top was a top, you know, two or three team in the country. So, you know, that, that was it, that it wasn't my knee jerk was it's not, it wasn't all the, because of the defense. So let's get the offense. Offense looked really good. Wide receivers are great. Once again, um, Jackson Smith and Jigba looked, looked great. Wilson unguardable, Olave unguardable. We, we know the deal. We know the deal. I don't think they used, I don't think they use, they're using the tight end quite enough. You know the running backs got held held up a little bit, uh, a little predictable. I mean, high state's offense is a little predictable, but it becomes predictable. I know that this 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 entire show, this entire podcast, is going to sound like a CJ Stroud, you know, pile on session, but it's really not. But he just happens to be the quarterback. If it was Justin Fields, people would be murdering him this week for the the little mistakes that he made when we expect perfection at Ohio State. So, you know, the wide receivers look good. Uh, running game. The running game is something to be desired, but that's also like, is it because they weren't? If if they stop worrying about the passing game, can Oregon take some chances? Blah blah blah. Once again, they they played the game wonderfully. Offense looked good. I don't think everybody's everybody else's knee jerk was the offense wasn't the problem. The quarterback's not the problem. You know, you know, we we don't have to worry about that. Yards. All I keep hearing is yards, 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 yards. Well, all I know is that we get we punted like seven times. So you can't tell me in a seven point loss that there aren't points that we could have we could have gained there when we give up seven possessions. In seven possessions, the Buckeyes, this Buckeyes vaunted Buckeyes offense, everything we know about them over the last, I mean, we're we're pushing, you know, seven, eight years now of offensive success. You you can't tell me that there's that there's nothing the offense could have done to change the outcome of this game when they lose the game by seven points, and especially when they get two shots at the end of the game to tie it. Uh, they had shots early in the game to take the lead, to push the lead. Um, I just I think it was too easy this week to say defense, 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 terrible, 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 fire coombs, fire coombs, fire coombs, and the offense only scored on every other possession. That's that's just not what we're accustomed to. If they, I mean, if they just score, if they just get a three more field goals, they went. You know what I mean? There's so many ways. I think I think we went a little easy on the offense, and I think it's a, a lot of it is because we nobody wants to pile on Stroud 
you know, let's be honest. So my general offense got off easy. Offense got off easy. They're good, but there's there's things that they could have done to win, win this game. Let's move on to the defense. Um, I know these shows are usually funner. I, I promise. Like, um, I'm over. I'm, you know, I'm on the Tulsa, but we got to be honest here. The defense, yes. Um, they're just, they're hesitant. That, that's the only thing I can say. The guys look like they don't know exactly what to do. They look like they don't know exactly the reads. They look like they, they, they just, they never know the next step. And by then, like Oregon just, it was X's nose. You know, it was like drawing it on a whiteboard. Oregon was running their X's or O's, and the uh, the Ohio State defense was the X's, and they knew exactly where they were supposed to be. They Ohio State defense bought into every fake, you know, every every read, every outside, like all this. But that being said, I just want to say the Ohio State defense forced seven punts. They forced seven punts. So. Oregon did not score on every, Oregon only scored 35 points. I know that only sounds like only 35 and I know it looked bad when they had the 90, you know, 90 plus yard drive. And when they go, when they go sweep left and it looks like, you know, uh, a tractor trailer could have drove through the hole. I know it's so easy to say that's the worst defense I've ever seen and blah, 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 blah. And some of the defensive guys did make really big mistakes, but the other side of it is they they, I mean, they got the ball back three times in a row in the fourth quarter, and, I, and the offense did nothing with it. This offense that we say is not the problem did nothing with it. That you know, that's these are just things that you see through the game. I mean, uh, Ohio State scored twenty eight points. Most college teams in a in a we'll say a top twenty game. If you only score twenty eight, you're going to be in a dogfight. So you got to figure out how to get past that. So let's not act like Ohio State scoring twenty eight points was enough to win the game. If if you think if you think a lot of teams are going to hold any major, you know, top 20, top 25 teams to under 28 points, I I just <laughs> without insulting anybody, I I would like to see what games you've been watching and and who you're a fan of because that is really hard. Ohio State scored 28 points. That's not a that's not enough to win most college football games. That's all I'm saying. So, the bottom line is uh, the defense is taking all the blame. I think the offense could have done a lot of things. So I'll just go to this real quick. The, these are little things that the offense can do. The offense, if they keep the ball for an extra two minutes and kick a field goal. So now you've got three three points more and two minutes more off the clock. If they do that a couple times, now you're at six points more and four or five minutes off the clock extra. So if you take away... A pos- that 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 five minutes that you're taking away a possession from Oregon. So now you, let's just say that that possession ended up in a, in a touchdown for Oregon. So now you've got six more points. Oregon has seven less. That's a 13 point swing right there. So I just think it's too easy to just say Kerry Coombs and the defense are absolutely the reason that Ohio State lost this game. It's it's just not that simple. Um, I, I encourage everybody to go listen to Locked On Buckeyes podcast with Jay Stevens. Him and Mo Murphy did a show, you know, a night ago. Jay Jay does a great show every week, but these are friends of mine, off the ball network partners of mine. You know, go listen to them. They break it down more eloquently than I can. But the bottom line is, Mo Murphy said it best. It's today's college football, today's and you know even NFL football in general. There, it's more like the NBA. Your offense has to be kind of part of your defense. Yes, it's no longer are you going to see seventeen to seven football games between top 10 teams 
you know, your offense has to has to keep moving the ball. You have to get these fourth downs. And when I see Stroud, and that's the thing about these seven seven possessions, you know, either punts or turnovers or turnover on downs that they gave up, they all ended on Stroud passes. And I understand that you're not going to be perfect, but they weren't like they weren't thirty. You know, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't fourth and thirty. You know, we're talking it was manageable distances. Your quarterback's got to find a way to get those. You know, am I saying that he's the worst player ever? No, no, not by any means. But am I saying that you have to look into it? Once again, High State's not a rebuilding program; they're a win it now program. And now they're now they're in a hole. Now they're in a dogfight for the rest of the season. And then they're gonna have to win. They're gonna have to look good. You know, they're gonna have to uh, to do the runway show, and they're gonna have to hope, and they're gonna have to argue to get in the playoffs. And coming into the season, they controlled their own path. So that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm just basically saying it's, it's, you can spread this blame out over more people. So let's get on to the report card. My favorite part of the show, the report card. So this week on the report card, and this is usually a lot more fun. My report card is never skewed, you know, by what I see or whatever, but it's just usually a lot more fun quarterback. I gave a B minus. Uh, CJ did play good. You know, he had the touchdowns. He had some great passes, but you know, we already talked about it. He missed the, he's, you know, he missed uh converting first downs. Uh, he missed, you know, if, if we just want to, if, if we want to you know talk about the elephant in the room, he misses a, I mean, Wilson's always wide open, but he misses a wide open Wilson going up the sideline to tie the game and just misses him. So, once again, I'm not saying I can make that pass. I'm not saying you can make that pass, but I'm saying that that's that's where he's at. You know, he came to Ohio State to win a national championship, to to be that quarterback. You you can't miss that pass. So, you know, I gave I gave him a B minus. He fought. He he tried. He threw some he threw some wonderful passes, but he 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 left uh he left a lot of points on the field. So th- there it is. It is what it is. I can't help it. Wide receivers, I gave an A. Now this is tough. Because if the ball's not in the air, the wide receivers don't don't get graded harshly. But man, they made some great catches. They kept them in the game. They made a lot of catches above their head. If we want to talk about the CJ Stroud, you know, throwing too high conversation, we can. But wide receivers really did a good job of going up and getting those passes. Uh, great routes. They're open a lot. And Jigba looked great. You know, they they just get they kept us in the game. That that is what that's what keeps us in the game, and that's what they're here for. And ever they're known across the country as maybe the best wide receiving group in the country. And, you know, they look like it. So they get an A. Uh, I just couldn't find a lot of black marks on their on their game this week. Running back C plus, they really just didn't do anything. There wasn't the explosion wasn't there. They didn't, they weren't getting extra yards, you know, just not a lot of uh, you know, effort plays, you know, things like that. So it 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 just wasn't it just wasn't there. I mean, it's that at any point, like if they break one, can change the face of this game, and they just never did. You know, they want they only wound up with between the between the two of them, only two two running backs ran it this week, and they 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 weren't bad, but they're just they were just there. They never they were never a factor in the game. You know, Ohio State got down early. Passing game, you know, they leaned on that. It just uh, the running backs were. They they were just fine. So a C plus is like they were fine. You know they were there. They were fine. They weren't terrible. They didn't cost them a game. They didn't win them a game. Blah blah blah. 
Offensive line, I was hard on him at first, but when I went back and watched, I gave him a B. I mean, Stroud wasn't under a ton of pressure. They didn't run block great, but they they were pass blocking most of the game. They were they were all right. They weren't. He wasn't under fire. It wasn't one of these games to where the quarterback was under fire for fifty minutes and just couldn't couldn't keep up or whatever. So offensive line gets to be defensive line. Seem honest. I'll be honest with you. They got physically manhandled all game. They did not. They did not get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they did not get the sacks that we're accustomed to. They didn't blow up plays. Uh, really, probably the worst game from an Ohio State defensive line that I've seen in, my, I mean, honestly, probably like six years. Um, they just, they just weren't, they just weren't disrupting plays that they needed to. And I understand. I'm not saying they weren't doing their job, but they, you know, just Oregon just took it to them. They just physically took it to them. You know, it was a wrestling match and Oregon won. So I hated to say it, but I just I couldn't find a reason to to really, you know, g- give a whole lot of credit to the defensive line. C minus. Uh linebackers, I just gave them a D plus. It was like they weren't there. And then when they were there, were they were they were just a, they were like I say, they were just an X. They were just standing there for the for the running back to run around. They caught a few. No, no splash plays, you know, the rotation. I, I don't I don't know what. Somebody said it on Twitter this week. Now we know why Tough Borland started all last year. Yes, we do because there wasn't there. There honestly wasn't a better option. I'm not trying to be too hard on the kids. I'm not saying they're not trying, but man, when you look at the tape, it's rough. Like there's they get they're just stuck in mud uh, several times through the game. They've gotta they've gotta learn to react and jump and you know and throw their shoulder pads in there a little sooner than that, or it's going to be a long season. So that's two games in a row to where they really. They really were on the downside of things. Uh, defensive backs, I gave them a C. Uh, there wasn't a ton of action their way. They gave up. Basically, they got a C because their safeties just can't figure it out. When the other team needs a big play, they can count on the safety making the wrong read, and they can count on the guy being open. I thought Burke, once again, showed fight and played really well, which was cool. But, you know, I, I just can't excuse, you know, the – Basically, the biggest touchdown in the game. Oregon drives down. They got one guy in a pass route, and we don't even cover him. It's it, it's tough. It's tough. Um, it was it was tough to it's tough to watch the safety play. Proctor's out for the year now, which is really sad, mostly for him. I you know I I never want these guys to be out at all. So mostly just because he can't play, but also because that's a huge hole in the defense, and and it showed. Defensive backs just as a C once again like. You weren't the reason they lost, but you weren't the reason they won. You just kind of played the game, which is which is crazy to say about a high state head coach C plus. That's it. Um, you know he didn't get rattled, but it, when I say head coach, you, you know we all know I'm talking about the coaching staff. Day, days, day, first of all, day Ryan Day's players were not ready to play this game. They were not ready to go into a dogfight, and they for at least the first quarter and a half just got it taken to them and couldn't respond, couldn't react, and were just defeated. You know, he rallied a little bit. I know he's got a lot to do with the quarterbacks and the offense and all that, but you also, your coaches work under you. I'm not saying you're not partners. They don't work for you, but they do work under you. You look out there and there's no way he can see what – if he's seeing what the defense is doing every day in practice and he can't recognize what's going on, that's a knock on Ryan Day for not for not understanding the gravity of the situation. So uh for the first time in his career at Ohio State, C plus, he he just 
it, it got away from him. It got away from him. The other team, the, he got out. Uh, Mario Cristobal outcoached him in every facet of the game. That coaching staff was almost perfect, did everything they needed to do, and they only won by seven. Oregon's coaching staff and players played exactly the game that they wanted to play and only won by seven, which means that Ohio State lost because of execution, you know, of, of a play here and there. That's coaching. I'm sorry. That's coaching. That's preparedness. That's not. They they had 10 days to get ready for this game and look at film and do all this. And they came out flat as a pancake. So head coach, C plus this week. Good news. High states on life support. They're not dead. Uh, they got Tulsa this week. I don't. I, I have no idea what to make of that. I don't even care. Like it really doesn't matter what a high state does until probably going into the Big Ten championship game. If they're if they're fortunate enough to be undefeated going into that, um, possibly when they come out of it before they have to argue. So what they put them they put themselves in a position now. They have to win. They have to beg for votes. They have to do the runway thing. They have to do the pageantry stuff and they have to hope and wish, you know, that they get a spot to get in. That's where they're at right now. Um, you know, in college football, things change every week. This is only week two. You know, my playoff rankings came out this week. I expressed how crazy things are going. So that's it. I know it's bleak. Um, it, it is what it is. I, I give you an honest opinion every week. This, they just underachieved this week. They've got some things to look at that that goes past just firing. Let's just, I just want to put this out there. Firing the defensive coordinator does not fix this team. Uh, does not get them to the level that they need to be at. Just firing a guy doesn't do that. It takes way more than that. It takes a concerted effort by, you know, all the, you know, 100 plus players, the coaching staff, everybody. It's not just, oh, we get rid of that guy and everything's fixed. No, no, it's too late for that. You know, you got you got to regroup and you got to figure out what your plan is going forward. And now you have to play perfect football for the next 10 weeks and we'll see how it goes. So uh, that's it. Next week's Tulsa. I have no idea what to expect out of that. I honestly just want to watch it, enjoy it. I don't think you can take away much from any of that game and just hope, I guess we're at the point to where we're hoping there's no injuries. It is what it is. It is what it is. But you know, we'll enjoy it. We'll be, we'll be fine by the time it comes around, you know, have your favorite drink, you know, drink whatever, you know, I've got a lucky coffee mug I drink out of in the morning, wear your favorite shirt, wear your favorite socks, enjoy the game. I'm just here to give the, my honest opinion of the remix. This is the first time in three years that we've had to play the week after a loss. So that makes it tough. That being said, I'm Jeff from Jeff Need Sports, powered by offtheballnetwork.com. We will see you guys next week and go Bucks.